0: News with Elsie Lange, Katie Johnson,
1: and Maddie Spencer. Victoria has recorded its lowest daily COVID numbers in more than three months. 11 new cases and two deaths were recorded overnight. This marks the 11th consecutive day Victoria's recorded daily infections below 50. Premier Daniel Andrews is confident with the low numbers of cases, but says the state shouldn't um, shouldn't reopen too quickly, risking another outbreak.
0: But if we do it too fast, then we simply run an unacceptable risk of losing control and all the hard work that everyone's done, all the sacrifice, the the massive contribution that people have made and are making every day won't count for much at all. So we just have to stay the course on this.
1: The 14-day case average for Melbourne is currently 34. The state's death toll now stands at 763, with a total of 657 active cases.
2: The Australian Child Care Alliance has applauded the federal government's $305 million package for Victorian childcare providers affected by the second lockdown. The package includes monthly recovery payments to childcare centres and 100 hours of subsidised care each fortnight for hard-hit families. ACA President Tony Mondo says the funding was urgently needed to help Victorian early learning services come out of lockdown. Uh, Funding... For Victorian services, uh, entirely appropriate and recognition of the unique difficulties that uh, Victorian services have had uh, over the last uh, uh, six months. Um, And uh, ultimately,
0: uh, we believe it will deliver good outcomes for services and families. Payments
2: will begin on the 28th of September and go through to the end of January. Live music venues in Victoria have expressed
1: relief after receiving funding through a $13 million state government support package. The package will ensure COVID safe plans are in place once restrictions begin to ease. More than 100 live music venues across the state will receive grants to offset costs, along with funding for staff, artists, promoters and technicians at gigs. Liam Matthews, part owner of the old bar in Fitzroy, applied for a grant and was delighted to receive the news.
0: Three of us are still, you know, mildly stressed, but that, just that fear
1: of losing everything that we've worked for over the last 15 years Gone.
2: A new COVID vaccine for the elderly has been developed by researchers at Monash University and the University of Singapore. The vaccine uses new technology which triggers immunity against diseases such as cancer and influenza and will soon undergo clinical trials. Chief Researcher Morela Hood says so far the animal trials have been successful. She says if all goes to plan, the vaccine could help prevent future aged care outbreaks.
0: We're looking
2: to secure funding to do the next phase of preclinical studies and then
0: to go into clinical trials. So if all goes well, we'd like to be in in clinical trials within 6 to 12 months and then we'd need 1 to 2 years to ensure that it's safe and effective in the older population.
1: Unions are calling for a Medicare-style levy to fund minimum staffing and training to tackle what they say is a crisis in the aged care sector. The ACTU says a comprehensive plan is needed to increase support for people in aged care as well as staff. Health Services Union Secretary Jared Hayes says the Aged Care Royal Commission has revealed problems workers have warned about for decades.
0: Meals for $6 a day, not per meal, per day. Incontinence pads that have to be 60% wet before they get changed. No PPE and maybe, maybe one set of gloves for the day, not per resident. Uh, We've seen COVID coming on top of that. So now, in real time, we're seeing the concerns that we've had for an excessive decade uh, play out.
1: The ACTU-backed campaign for aged care workers comes as the Royal Commission continues its hearings in Canberra today.
2: A Dementia Australia survey has found three out of four people who live with dementia face social isolation. 65% say people they know have been avoiding or excluding them since their diagnosis. The survey findings also mark Dementia Action Week, dedicated to removing the stigma and debunking some of the common misconceptions around the illness. Victorian nurse Sarah Brooks says many of her patients face discrimination due to negative stereotypes that come with dementia.
0: I believe that stigma is birthed from this common assumed perception that when a person's mind begins to fail, that they are no longer considered or respected to really be human. The
1: Public Transport Users Association is calling for train services to be upgraded on the Geelong line to match improvements in other regional cities. Commuters in Victoria's southwest will soon have faster and more frequent services on the Warrnambool line. It's a $250 million rate. Public Transport Users Association spokesperson Paul Westcott says the work will help day trippers, but more needs to be done for city workers commuting from the southwest.
2: Uh, we're hoping that, in fact, sometime soon, they'll be announcing uh, more work uh, between South Geelong and Warren Pond stations, which will make a much bigger difference. But this is certainly um, this is certainly a significant change. The Creative Industry Union, the MEAA, has welcomed the cancellation of this year's Rob Guest Endowment Theatre Source Scholarship, and the union says it hopes to work with the scholarships administrators to make it more ethnically diverse. The scholarship competition was scrapped after revelations that most semi-finalists were white. This prompted all 30 semi-finalists to express solidarity with people of colour in the musical theatre community. I move welcomed by performer Chika Ikogwe.
1: And to finally have such a massive group stand in solidarity with First Nations people and PRC in the industry is great. This is what should have been happening
0: Ages
1: ago. The 72nd Emmy Awards are underway with a virtual ceremony hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Kate Blanchett, Hugh Jackman, and Tony Collette are some of Australia's big name nominees this year. So far, hit Canadian comedy series Schitt's Creek has nabbed the first seven awards, including the Best Comedy Actor and Actress,
0: as well as Best Comedy Writing, Directing, and Best Comedy Series. Now to Sport with Elsie Lange. In cycling, Richie Porte has come third in the Tour de France, the first Australian since Cadell Evans in 2011, to finish on the podium. And Tadej Pogacar has become the first Slovenian to win the Tour. The 21-year-old is the youngest winner in more than a century. In AFL news, the Western Bulldogs have beaten Fremantle, dashing finals hopes for the Melbourne Demons. Geelong had a six-point win over Sydney, securing them fourth place on the ladder and the Bulldogs who will finish either 7th or 8th on ladder depending on the result of Collingwood's match against Port Adelaide today. In netball the Firebirds have overcome the Vixens in Cairns but the Firebirds have faced backlash over a decision not to play the team's only Indigenous player Gemma Mai, Mai during the league's Indigenous round. In NRL, the Canberra Raiders are in contention for a top-four spot following a win over the Warriors. The Knights have also triumphed, making a 42-18 defeat of St George Illawarra in Newcastle. And finally to golf, and the American golfer Bryson DeChambeau has won the US Open by six shots. DeChambeau has attributed the win to his fitness, crediting his coach Chris Como for his physical transformation. And now to weather... Humid and partly cloudy, showers easing this afternoon, a top of 20 degrees, a shower shower or two tomorrow, 18, and much the same Wednesday, 15 degrees. This has been City Journal Midday News with Elsie Lange, Katie and Maddie Spencer.